to sign or not to sign, that is the question. Everybody should make their own fully informed choices. By Brian Cates. Stephen Crowder goes public with something many people deeply involved in the conservative MAGA America First media sphere have known for a while. That much of the current mainstream conservative media was either set up by big pockets rhinos or co-opted by big pockets rhinos of the Uniparty a long time ago. It's a big club, and you ain't in it until you sign one of their contracts. And if you do sign a contract like this, you had better be fully alert and cognizant of what you're getting into. One of the biggest reasons I went to CPAC the last three years was to watch all the activity up close behind the scenes as the sausage got made. Any naive illusions I had were quickly dispelled by what I saw at my first CPAC in 2019. The big outfits at CPAC are in the business of selling how powerful the old conservative groups are, and they have at best the most uneasy of alliances with the new Trump MAGA America First people. Trump has great influence on that conference and on mainstream conservative media, but don't kid yourself about who's in charge of these mega conferences and big corporate media outlets. But those old moneyed conservative groups and organizations thrive on outrage circus tactics crafted by outsiders who really aren't working to defeat our enemies. They are constantly whipping up the outrage over the latest progressive liberal thing, as long as that thing is a safe subject that won't generate any real blowback. It's not hard to notice the difference between independent, real journalists like Tracy Beans at Uncover DC, who has been at the forefront of the very real cultural fight on COVID hysteria and the vaccine deaths and injuries, while all the usual conservative mainstream talking heads were studiously avoiding that and similar subjects, busy with their nice, safe, profitable, outrage pontifications about school choice and merit awards. Their business models are predicated on being the outsiders constantly aggrieved and wailing over their latest cruel victimization by the very people that they are in bed with. There are very real risks to actually fighting the bastards in the WEF and the shadow government for control. Not the fake kabuki theater slap fight that outfits like the Weekly Standard did or the National Review still does, where people like Jonah Goldberg and Bill Kristol spent decades pretending to be conservatives. I mean a real fight. One where you are out to win that fight. That means heading to the real cultural front lines and taking very real risks and tackling the most controversial of subjects. And the conservative old guard will never take those risks and jeopardize their profits. Their business model is stable. Why risk it? A key part of the Great Awakening is learning to spot who's really 
fighting for you and your family and the future of your country and who's only been ringing up the cash register to sell programs, magazines, books, and speaking tours while playing it safe and sticking to their role as the controlled opposition in the script. Pay most attention to what Steven Crowder starts saying at seven minutes into this video. How many up-and-coming social media influencers looking to make it big get approached by Deep Pockets sponsors waving big money in their faces if they'll just sign on the dotted line and agree to limit or censor their own content. Crowder never signed the contracts, he didn't accept the offers, and therefore he's not under any NDA that prevents his talking about it. How many big social media influencers and celebrity personalities accepted the big sponsorship and signed the contract with these kind of clauses in it that Stephen is talking about? Want to see how the sausage gets made? Take a look. Many big, top, conservative media influencers aren't even creating their own merchandise bearing their name and images or posting most of the stuff they themselves on their social media accounts. That's all being done by proxy, by someone else. They have signed over their merchandising rights for a fee. You also sell your email list to the company. If Crowder had signed this contract, they'd have paid him a big upfront fee and then used his name and image for their own campaigns and then bombarded the people in his email list with spam advertisements. What if you fail to keep all the terms in the contract and they don't get to do all the advertising they want to do using your name on your show? They reduce your payment, of course. Reading this... I can only wonder how big the fee was that Crowder was offered. It must have been considerable in the millions. I've seen rumors of anywhere from five to fifty million dollars per year. Crowder would have signed over his rights in exchange for the money. He'd have been required to do extensive promotional work and the requirements for that were exacting. Failure to run the required number of ads had consequences. Crowder makes the point at the nine-minute mark of the video that had he signed this contract, the entire theme of his show and what it was about would have been drastically changed and affected. Every show he did, he'd have been contractually obligated to display five ads or promotional content, and he'd have his contract fee reduced every time he didn't hit the target. Stephen also makes this point 11 minutes in. You say anything on the air that leads to a sponsor withdrawing or... Any kind of demonetization or content strike, your fee will take a big hit. This is the watch your mouth clause. Think about this. Are you going to wade into anything controversial if it'll cause YouTube, Apple, Facebook, or Spotify or whatever to give you a content strike or cause advertisers to bolt or the usual woke activist sub suspects to put pressure on the show's advertisers? If you know you'll be hit with a serious monetary fine if you go there... Apparently, the big money company that offered this contract to Crowder didn't know Stephen has been demonetized on YouTube for going on three years now. But this is the standard contract that's offered to up-and-coming conservative social media people who are approached by the Deep Pockets people. So, they offered it to Crowder. 
What happens if you sign one of these contracts for the big money they wave in your face? Here's the brutal truth. One, you built your audience to the point that you got noticed being yourself, speaking your mind, sharing the truth. But the moment you sign that contract, that all changes to they own you now and they own your mouth. Three, your show is now nothing more than a vehicle for their advertising and promotions. That's all they care about. Keep the ads flowing. Keep the revenue coming in from your audience. Four, to protect their investment and to keep your fee from being cut, you will self-censor. You'll want to do nothing to jeopardize the new contract you will hope to sign for even more money next year. Five, you will toe the line and you will stay away from any controversial subject that would harm the advertising and promotional revenue you are being paid to generate for your new owners. Six, you will end up following the exact same big government and big tech censorship guidelines because it's in your financial interest to do so. By signing the contract, that's the position you just placed yourself in. Seven, you're now just another drone in their machine. Having signed away anything that made you special, unique, and effective for the Great Awakening. If you were offered a contract like this, for God's sake, don't sign it. Don't trade your creative and unique voice to become another soulless drone in the big con media. I'm happy Crowder made this video. It's going to piss a lot of people off that he did this, that he's publicly calling attention to this. Don't be surprised if you see him viciously attacked for shining a spotlight on this issue. Is Steven Crowder really even a conservative? Why is he suddenly attacking other conservatives, etc.? Update. <laughs> Daily Wire CEO Jeremy Boring reveals it was his company, and he openly and transparently discusses the contract it offered to Crowder. Boring made this 52-minute video response to Crowder. He does a very good job explaining his side of the story. Everyone who suspected that the media company offering Crowder this contract was the Daily Wire were correct. Now, let me start by saying I fully understand where Boring is coming from. He's a businessman running a business here. Daily Wire wants to sell ads and earn money from customer bases locked into enemy-controlled territory big tech social media outfits still under control of the woke, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. They're swimming with the sharks here. Everybody knows the owners and staffs of Google, YouTube, Apple, etc. are hostile to conservative views on many issues. So... To make a profit, they need the eyeballs. And if the guy running the show they invested in with a big contract can't control his mouth and keeps getting strikes from the woke platform staff, they won't make their fee back, much less earn a profit. Not enough people will see the ads. It's just good business to not dive into controversy and say things that cause advertisers to flee or boycotts to develop. And if the person they invested a big contract in to sell advertising and promotions keeps saying controversial things that lead to the woke staff at many of these media platforms like Apple or YouTube to suspend, ban, or censor their account, naturally that streamer isn't generating the expected amount of revenue for them, which reduces the money that they will pay that person. But we're in the middle of the Great Awakening here. We can't play it safe to help employers generate ad revenue. We have to talk about extremely controversial subjects. We just have to. We just do. No matter what the cost, we have to keep waking people up. So, 
In this, many conservative MAGA America First people have a mission that places them at direct odds with a nice, safe, fat contract with a media company looking to maximize ad-generated profits. As long as people understand this, where the boundaries are, and they are fully cognizant of the very real limitations they are placing on their mouths if they sign one of these contracts with the Daily Wire or similar company, that there will be definite and very real financial consequences for diving into controversial subjects that cause woke platform staff to reduce their visibility and hence the amount of ad revenue the show generates for the employers. There's nothing wrong going on here. People can make their own choices. You sign a contract with a business or go into business with them, their business interests also become your business interests, and you will be expected to look out for the business interests of your partners who are paying you a significant amount of money. Let me give you all a concrete example of this exact kind of thing playing out where everyone saw it. Someone with a contract from a big media company that plays it safe decided to go there and jeopardize that company's bottom-line profits. Lara Logan, getting permanently banned from Fox News for comparing Dr. Anthony Fauci to infamous Nazi doctor Joseph Mengele. Guess who supplies Fox News with a very large chunk of its ad revenue? It's all our friends at Pfizer, Moderna, BioNTech, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, etc., why won't Fox News touch certain subjects? Why are those subjects verboten on the air, either by guests or by hosts? Because of who's paying Fox for all those very lucrative drug ads that run constantly on their network. If you've read Robert Kennedy Jr.'s book, the real Anthony Fauci, then you know how joined at the hip the drug companies are to the federal bureaucrats that run the medical agencies, among whom Fauci is the unquestioned panjandrum. Fox News has one big job for all its hosts and guests. Get those eyeballs on the channel so the advertisers will give us their money, and then we make a big profit which we share with our hosts. If Fox started diving into truly controversial subjects, if they let hosts talk about vaccine injuries and the crap Fauci has been doing since the 1980s, their big pharma advertisers will put their foot up their ass on the way out to the door. It's far easier just to ban Lara Logan for going there. Everybody makes their own choices. This is actually a healthy discussion to be having right now as the Great Awakening progresses. If you are a key social media influencer who has or is building a large audience and you are approached by a company like the Daily Wire and are offered one of these contracts, you should make your decision with your eyes wide open. If you sign, you have to watch your mouth. As long as you understand that, what you are giving up, if you take the money, it's fine. By signing the contract, you are agreeing to watch what you say and to be careful not to do anything that will get your account suspended or banned on enemy-controlled media platforms. What's weird about all of this is that somebody at the Daily Wire decided to offer Steven Crowder this contract. Steven Crowder and Playing It Safe rarely collide in the same sentence. Crowder mentions in his video that Daily Wire didn't seem to be aware he was demonetized by YouTube over three years ago. This means somebody at Daily Wire didn't do their due diligence. Crowder isn't that kind of guy. 
and he hasn't built the kind of show where he watches his mouth and is careful not to offend woke media platform sensibilities. In fact, he built that 5 million YouTube audience doing the exact opposite of staying away from controversial subjects or statements. And Crowder is right when he says this. If he'd signed that contract and taken the money, it would have dramatically changed his program. Not only would he have had to stop the show to run five or more ads during each stream, he would also have had to start being careful what he said to make sure he doesn't get suspended or banned from the platform and thereby cost himself up to 25% of his fee. So his show would now be a platform for running ads and making sure the ads generate as much revenue for his new bosses he needs to take care that he doesn't end up suspended or banned. This is why you see mainstream conservative media self-censoring. Right when the culture war and the Great Awakening are heating up, it's a business. It's why these guys are always on the sidelines and at the rear and never on the front lines where the real issues are at stake and being fought out. Their business model demands stability and avoiding any unnecessary risk-taking. Do not offend the audience, do not offend the advertisers, do not offend big tech, big pharma, etc. So, those offered these kind of contracts have to make their choice. Continue to be a part of the Great Awakening, red-pilling the people and waking them up to what's really been going on, or sign on the dotted line, take the big dollars, and become a corporate drone who play acts at fighting all the liberals on the usual comfortable subjects and staying away from the front lines of this ongoing conflict. I'm with Stephen on this one. Don't sign it. Don't take the easy money.